Good. Good. Hey, hydrated. I'm getting there. I got I got my coconut water going. I'm coconut water. Yeah, I'm not fucking with that wine. Not, not right what, now. Is it like homemade coconut water? No, it's not. Welcome back, welcome back. We are coming to you from Dope Society in the Bywater of New Orleans. And if this is your first time here, you are now listening to the All the Fly Kids Show, where the cool, calm, and connected talk straight, no chaser. I am your host, Geronimo Knows, urban culture, lifestyle enthusiast, and reform blogger turned full-time interviewer. As always, I got my co-host, super producer Robert J here. Hey, 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 hey. How you feeling today, brother? Man, I'm feeling amazing today. Okay. I'm getting good on these libations. This candle is beautiful. The energy is beautiful. I've experienced some crazy stuff that I'm not going to talk about right now, but all I'm going to tell you is if your job, if you're listening and your job decides they want to hold you up, quit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to tell me twice. It, it, it don't take me much to be over a job, you know, so you... <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. All right, well, well, tell people where they can find us. So, look, if you want to find us anywhere, first off, we got the podcast. We got all of the networks that you can... Spotify, uh, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud... We post on there every week, literally every single Tuesday. So you're going to be able to find us there for sure. And then you're also going to be able to find us on Instagram if you want to talk to us. Let's say um, Instagram is all the fly kids. Yes. And then you got Geronimo personally. You got Geronimo knows. But I feel like it's an underscore in there somewhere. Nope, there's no underscore. Oh, so Geronimo knows that. No underscore. Um, yep. And then you got Robert J underscore BB if you want to find me. You can find all the fly kids on Twitter as well if you want to just, you know, oh, wrap yeah, there. We are on Twitter too. We are on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm... I'm that's going to be popping a little more. Just, just, just give me a second. <laughs> give me a second with that. <laughs> uh, but anywho. You know, it's already popping. I just don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. So just make sure y'all rate, comment, subscribe. Visit the website, allthefliekids.com. Um, we are on episode 90. And calling this episode Flipping Life Game from the Right Brain. All right? And we are 10 episodes away from our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. Our 100th studio episode. Priority hit over 100 episodes all together. But 100 studio episode, I'm not going to tell y'all the date that the 100th episode is going to fall on, but... Um, if you can do math. You can do math. <laughs> it's like, You'll like, get see, there. We, we 10 away, that's what 10 <laughs> uh, That's what? July? Sure. Right. Yeah, July. We're going to go with that. We're going to go with that. Anyway, today's guest uh, was the more reserved member of our studio audience last week, but... <laughs> Fuck four or five. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> you know, mic drop there. But uh, the couple times we heard from them, they left us with some good game to take with us. So our guest today wears plenty of hats. Daughter, creator, entrepreneur, herbalist, alchemist, lover, fighter. I could keep going, but if I did, we wouldn't have a show. But she's owner of Gypsy Jars Natural Skin Care and Alchemy. Um, she's in... That business is one that she created to provide high vibration, restorative, holistic skincare, and other tantric botanical remedies. Good? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she serves her communities through Reiki, herbal alchemy, workshops, homeschooling, prenatal and postnatal birth support, and sustainable urban farming. I told y'all she wears many hats. All right. She's also co creator of my new favorite party. I don't know if that's your new favorite party as well. Are we talking about Ascendance? Yes. Ascendance? A monthly turn-up for and by black and brown people and also an ode to your Zodiac sign season. Yes, I can't wait till they do mine for a season. (laughs) I'm in there. I love Aquarius too. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got got to wait all the way till September, but it's cool, you know. We still love you. We we love you. We love you. We love all the Zodiacs. Anyway, there's more that I can add to this list, but then there'd be no point doing the podcast. So please, family, please welcome C. Gypsy Lewis to the All the Fly Kids show. Gypsy, how you feeling today? I'm good. How are y'all? We are all right. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. So I'm going to throw it to Robert to kick off the show today. Oh, you do me like that. (laughs) You do me like that. Okay. So I, 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 I I was scoping through some Instagram stuff. Okay. And I saw that you like Diana Ross, right? Diana Ross is the homie. But For real? I like, yes. You know Diana Ross in real life? 
I she connects with my spirit. Oh, okay. She's, okay. First off, we're gonna start with the, the the superficial that everybody see. She's absolutely gorgeous. The woman is amazingly beautiful. She's very talented, mm-hmm. but she's very intelligent too. And I wanted to ask you, how do you connect with her? You saw Diana Ross post on my page. You sure it's Diana? It was an old one too. I was looking like, where'd she find that picture? I'm like, I was Ooh. like, I know there's been some Shaka on my page for sure. Definitely, I saw the um, Shaka. But yeah, so Diana was is unapologetic in her styling, the way she wants to show up. She knows who she is. She's um, a mother in that in the in a space where um, where femininity is usually. Um, contradictory to productivity Mm -hmm. I thought it was really dope and really beautiful that she's mothered all these children and still like kept to her craft and it was never um it was never like a conflict of interest or anything like that for her she gets a bad rap also because she's um pretty specific about what she wants and needs Mm -hmm. but I mean the the women who kind of go against the grain and know who they want usually piss people off so yes I honor I honor that in her yeah, we all appreciate Firestarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you say piss people off, though, I think that they only piss off the people who, you know, just aren't willing to even be open yeah. to other, mm-hmm. you know, ways of thinking, just ways of being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Outside of the, 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 the norm. I always say you'll, you'll piss the wrong people off. So um, the people who don't need to be around or the people who can't satisfy, you know, whatever, whatever your standards are, whatever <clears throat> your, um, your requirements for a working relationship, platonic relationship, romantic relationship, whatever, mm-hmm. it'll, piss wrong, it'll piss the wrong people off. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Absolutely. Well, the right people off, because we don't want them in the space nowhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they can go. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. I was wondering about that. I saw that. I said, hmm. I wonder why she connects with her. And everything that you just gave, I can see that in you. So it's like, can you can you plug your, your Instagram real fast so that people can kind of, if they're not aware of you, sure. they can find you? Um, Gypsy the Muse, G-Y-P-S-I-T-H-E-M-U-S-E. Now listen, y'all, her Instagram is dope. If she accepts you as I was friend, like, no, it's private. I ain't lying to you. Everybody can't get in. Yeah, you can't just get in. It's not just like a free fall. You can follow my business page. I mean, uh, you Which can, you can drop follow that? Gypsy Jars, G-Y-P-S-I underscore Jars. Um, and you can follow the Ascendance page, which is now public. Um, and that's A-S-C-E-N dot dance. Okay. Dope. So I'm glad you brought up the business page mm-hmm. because that's how I learned of you. Mm-hmm. Some friends... Came to your job, mm-hmm. then we heard about this event. You were vending, you were selling body butter. I was just like, "Wait, what? Sandalwood? Oh, oh that's that's my shit." <laughs> it was uh, it was the, the New Orleanians pop up um, here at three one one six. Okay, also, actually, word word. And when I finally got my hands on some, I was just like, "I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold." And I know, even with that, I'm just like. Something like something as mundane as like a moisturizer, a body butter, you know, something that a lot of people may take for granted. You know, I feel like you really put your foot in that every time you, you create you create a batch. You know what I mean? And I wanted to just know, you know, what led you to decide, okay, I'm gonna launch Gypsy Jars, Natural Skin Care Alchemy. Um <clears throat> out of necessity, mm-hmm. uh, for self. Um, growing up having eczema and like not being able to wear like the Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works shit that like my friends were wearing. I was like, shit, I want to like smell good and you know. <laughs> I mean, this is okay. I'm, I may be aging myself here. Did but... not be wanting to wear Love Spell and Pink Sugar, <laughs> cucumber <But> melon. <laughs> at, the, at the time, um, at that time in life, that's what uh, that's where people were wearing. Okay. Um, so yeah, and I couldn't wear those things. Um, and also just kind of recommitting and reconnecting to um, the way my grandmother used to do things. I remember taking baths and flowers mm. and oatmeal and blah, blah, blah. And she had very specific cures and remedies for different things. Um, and when she transitioned in 2012, it was just like, oh, shit. Um, I got to, like, recommit to, mm-hmm. to, to taking care of this and to, and to, like, branding that even and sharing it. Um, 
And then also, like, I had made a bath for myself and just, like, posted it on Facebook casually. And it was just like, ooh, about to take this bath with this, this, and this in it. And people started hitting me up. And it was just like, yo, what, what were the ingredients in that? Yeah. And my mentor, um, rest in peace, Wally, uh, inboxed me and was just like, yo, you better sell that shit, right. sis. And I was <laughs> like... Um, and I struggled with it. I struggled with price points, um, trying not to come from like a capitalistic point. It was like really hard to like put a price on something that was healing and, um, and, and a remedy. So Mm. like that, that was probably the hardest thing, but eventually I just, I did it. It it became the out and the reason to not work for anyone else. Mm. Um, so it was just like, okay, you have to start demanding a price for yourself and your labor. So it got easier. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I imagine so. And this was, you, you launched in... 2013. 2013, okay. And this was, already, 2013, people were already in the midst of, you know, this whole big, all-natural everything mm-hmm. we see online, people pushing this product, that product, spirituality this, spirituality that, yeah. you know. And I know <clears throat> you and I had a conversation a while ago about false prophets and people just, the commodifying of... Anything outside of organized religion. Y'all can't see, but Robert just had like a visceral reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, the floor is yours, though. Yeah. So, um, so for me, um, receiving the medicine through heritage and through ancest- uh, through ancestral knowledge was important and what I feel like makes me different from the Google witches, as I call them. Mm. Um Google. <laughs> Hashtag Google Witch. We about to, I'm about to. Don't give me no. Don't give me no, no ammunition to start trolling Lord, people. I, I know some Google Witches. I'm trolling. <laughs> yeah. Do I'm, not I'm give me the ammo. <laughs> I am trot, I am hopping on my Instagram when this is over. <laughs> and I'm Hashtag Google Witch this motherfucker. That y'all. Um. Don't get it twisted. Don't let me I can be shady. Um. Especially things that I'm like very passionate about. I got some strong opinions. So. But um. Yeah, so I mean, the the way that you're supposed to come about these things is by talking to, you know, talking to your family members, talking to your elders and and finding out their remedies and, you know, their recipes for things. but yeah, Google, Google, Yahoo, Bing, uh, what, what, Netscape, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like oh, this, this uh, accessi- accessibility to information has um, has challenged the authenticity of of that that realm. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, but it was it was it's something that's always been small batch products for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a website once in the past six years. Um, and I'm cool with that. Like I'm, I'm okay with with my services being rendered by word of mouth and recommendation. Um, I feel like that's that's like a grassroots way for me to make my money, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to get to that point where you were okay just doing it in that grassroots way? Because of course we're always taught, let's shoot for the moon, and you got to yeah. be here, there, da, 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 you know, easily accessible to everybody. Um, I started attracting the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I started attracting people who who saw more of like a hunger and a thirst rather than like a mission, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was it. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, I mean, I know for myself, mm-hmm. um, I've just recently, within the last couple of years, gotten on an ancestral path. I don't have anybody I can go, mm-hmm. you know, consult with. Like, yeah, how you do this? Da 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 da. But you so, do. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, one of our first one of our first meetings, I referred you to someone. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I guess I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of like my actual direct bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I don't have that that least that I know of, um, or who is still with us in the living world. Mm-hmm. You know, but with that, I think I respect it more, and just even taking my time and patience and making sure that I allow my intuition to guide me to the people that's legit, mm-hmm. and away from the people that's you know. False prophets. Yeah. You know? Um, so I definitely I, I definitely respect that a great deal. Um, the alchemy portion, you know, I know what alchemy really is. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and this is a word, of course, that you can look up on the internet. <laughs> you know? But coming from you... No coming from you, um, in regards to just, just general just healing mm-hmm. for, our, for our community, black and brown people in general... Um, how can we all benefit just from being more connected to alchemy and being more connected in 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 in, in a natural sense in that regard? Hmm. 
Ooh, loaded question. <laughs> All right, let me sit up for this one. Um, so for me, um, well, all right, for me specifically, being an alchemist, an herbal alchemist specifically, looks like using herbs and the personality of the herbs and what time of the year, <clears throat> excuse me, what time of the year they bloom, um, mm-hmm. and just like all these different things to help um, heal, restore, advocate, whatever, um, in spaces, kind of the same thing. Um, but alchemy is being able to transform and, you know, um, And so that's kind of how I feel like I feel. I fill up space. I take up space. I help shift the energies in places. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a responsibility. And so I think it's everybody's responsibility. Some people are just a little bit more tapped in, tuned in, whatever to it. Um, So alchemy is a responsibility. That's everyone's. Um, Mm. So I think learning how, learning what, you know, being responsible with your triggers, your traumas, the way you show up, the way you project things um all of those things are like a part of your your alchemy yeah mm-hmm. um in the way that you affect spaces relationships environments mm-hmm. does that Respons- make sense? responsibility it does okay. okay it does okay it's like a definitely responsibility but like accountability as well mm-hmm. i try um, to stay away from that word accountability. Like, <laughs> i know why, why you stay away from accountability there's just like a couple of um what do you call it I don't know, like almost catch words or phrases that kind of lose their emphasis. So I feel like sometimes if you change your language, Mm -hmm. um, it resonates differently. Because like a lot of people here, you may hear accountability and you don't even listen to that shit no more because you hear it so much. (laughs) (laughs) But you hear alchemy and it's like, oh, what is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't don't hear that word often. Yeah. You know. Um, And you hear ownership, the same thing. Accountability, ownership. Pride, take pride and all of that sort of stuff. But your alchemy that is like one of those mysterious like what that's like what is and it? I feel like Ear it's candy. also really open to interpretation, mm-hmm. um, and that, I feel like that makes you dig a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, what is my alchemy? You got me thinking about how I'm showing Good. up. <laughs> well, I think about it anyways, but now I'm like, now it's not just like, it's not just accountability that I'm thinking of. It's not just being mindful of how I interact with people and mm-hmm. helping them in their journey too. Now it's like alchemy. Mm-hmm. And it could be little things like um, going into a space, being mindful of you know, how much cologne you have on. I mean, it could be, like, mm-hmm. it could be little shit, you know, and how that may affect somebody else in the room. Um, the if, you know, if you're having a not so pleasant day, and just thinking about how those things like Don't play off. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm dealing with my own bad day. Um, or just. <laughs> not being able to communicate that in a in an effective way and how that could translate and, and confuse and complicate things. But yeah, it's, it's a responsibility. So would a better word for accountability be consideration? I like that. Or compassion. Active consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Uh, I would say consideration, not compassion. Yeah. Consideration. Yeah, because, you know, people be... I think, the, act, in I think, the, I think the, active, <laughs> the active part is important. Yeah, yeah the active part, indeed. Well, would you, I mean, I, I'm at least happy to see that people are waking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I think false prophets in general, just regardless of whatever industry you're in, whatever work you're doing. It's always been a thing. Yeah, people are going, you're going to have false prophets, mm-hmm. you know. But I am happy <clears throat> to see most, more people of color, especially, um, waking up and just wanting to explore something outside of what we've always, all, always been taught, mm-hmm. you know. Um I know I have yet to have this conversation with my family. <laughs> you know, even though they, they might be open to it just because they know me. They mm-hmm. know, okay, Geronimo, he's always been doing his own thing. But, um, yeah, as far as just even my interest in and just exploration of um, African um, spiritual traditions, mm-hmm. you know, I know that's just going to go over their head and be like, what you doing, voodoo? Yeah. And I was just like, voodoo's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's, not no, a, it's, not. it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? So, nah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, I know you got to go in a little bit. So, I want to actually, cool. I, I want to I make sure that we talk about Ascendance before you go. Yeah, because I want to know. Because I know you're, you're, you love that party just as much as yes. I did. <laughs> yes. I, I went to the last, I didn't stay in the last one. I went and just participated yeah. and just volunteered. Because you can't enjoy something without giving back to it. You got to fill up the cup. Right, so I didn't stay for it all because I have opinions about um, my Capricorn Zodiac people. Where you at? 
<laughs> There's one Mike, Mike is, one Mike is the only cool one. Yeah, I know. He's a, you, you pass, bro. You pass. You pass. You pass. I got like, I could count on like one hand where I can like give some of my people to pass. But, um. Is, is Capricorn the only sign that you're just like, oh, I don't know about y'all? I don't want to like put the hit on them. On myself necessarily, <laughs> I mean, but I'm also for standing up for what I'm out. saying. Okay. Um, you know, I, I. It's not just Capricorns, you know. I feel like um, I feel like every sign or every person has two different sides, mm-hmm. and I know or myself. Three. I got like four or five of them, right? Or three or four or five or ten. Um, I'm just I'm just black or white. Nah, nah. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, for you, yeah. yeah knowing you, yeah. Yeah, because but you, you, you Virgo though, <laughs> and all my Virgo brethren, like brother and sister, like y'all, like nah. This is the line. This is how you cross it, and if you do, this is where you're gonna go. It's, just, it's pretty cut and dry. It's, it's just simple. like you know, we don't it's like gray simple. area too much. Virgo, Libra, y'all real easy. Aries, y'all real easy with that. Um, but my Capricorn friends, uh, man, y'all are amazing um, people with that other side. Um, but so upcoming, <laughs> oh, upcoming, you gonna put a period got, right there? Yeah, we got we just done. <laughs> So coming up, we got the Aquarius party. Right. And my moon is in Aquarius, so I'm biased a little bit. And my mom's in Aquarius, so I'm super biased. But I know that Aquarius people be off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. I and was at, yes. 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 So I don't know what this party's going to be, but I know it's going to be really, really cool. Well, I, I know, I want to know, okay, creative space for black and brown people, that. I get that. I understand that part. But the, the, the astrological component to the concept, you know, why'd y'all settle on that? Why'd y'all say, we got we to gotta add this in there? Um, that's actually, that was the foundation of the party. Okay. Um, uh, DJ Chinwa hit me up in 2017. It sounds so long ago. Um, <laughs> in uh, June 2017, and was like, hey, so like, I want to do this like astrology-based dance party. Mm-hmm. Um, and was like, can you make some incense? And I was like, I can, but I can also do like this, this, and this. And then we sat at a table drinking beers at a Bayou Beer Garden and just kind of developed this idea. Um, and it just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an astrologer that we were initially working with. Didn't work out. Um, then we ended up bringing Sister Safi on. Um, big ups. And it just kind of, everything just kind of like started falling into place. Mm-hmm. But um, it just made sense. Like nobody else was doing it. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Well, I know my first, my first time going, um, I walked in, I was like, I imagine this party is like what Studio 54 would have been minus the cocaine and if it were held in Harlem instead of Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> it, it do kind of look like something. I was like, I was just like, nah, nah, nah. This, and I say that because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been interested in nightlife, nightclubs, events, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to do events. And I always, every event that I've done, I always made sure I, I would strive to have that good blend of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... I wanted to wanted it to reflect my network, you know, which is a very colorful, diverse network of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so to walk into that space at Cafe Istanbul and just see like everybody partying together, and for the most part, <laughs> people are people are getting along. It's cool. Ain't nobody, you know, stepping, you know, crossing, you know. Yeah, it was all love. Everybody. You know. No, I, 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 I saw I saw some shit. I saw some. <laughs> you saw some shit. I saw some shit. I uh, even experienced some shit. And I'm just like. Oh, see, I ain't experienced nothing. Uh, you know what? Nothing. I'm not even going to do the thing because I know how you're going to flip it on me and I don't want no problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't want no problems with you, lady. Yeah, you know what? And though? from the people. You know what? NOPD. I don't want no problems. At the, at the, which one was it? Uh, the Sagittarius? What about it? At the Sagittarius party. Uh, there were, like, people who came in who, you ever, like, you. Just say it, man. Like energy just just say people. Just like they walk in and it's like, yo, I don't know what you on, but you ain't even said nothing. You just stop right there and or I know where I'm gonna be at. And some of those people walked in and I looked and I'm like, I'm gonna just keep dancing over here and just be watchful. You know? Cause I don't so know again, this is like this is an astrology based party. So a lot of times the energies and the spirits that show up, like we're it's almost we got a, a reading done recently. We got some divination done like mm. for the collective. 
And shout out divinations. Yes, <laughs> very necessary, especially when you're playing with the stars. Absolutely. But it's it's a um, the parties are usually like on a new moon and the all right, Oshun. I don't know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> the candle yeah. just started the smoke yeah, just started, just started smoking yeah. um, <laughs> that, like, you can <laughs> come in you can come in speaking of celebration and uh, bembe's and such but yeah it, it is a active celebration and conjuring I mean you put that many black and brown people in one room and have them dancing and there's libations and there's resins and scents and flowers it's a, it's a bembe it's a party um, so Sagittarius that's a fire sign mm-hmm. and they came with it. Yeah. Um, yeah and I, I, I don't know. I guess I've, I've noticed after that party that apparently I like the fire sign parties because Aries was like really energetic too, and that one felt really good. Um, I'm a water sign. I'm a Scorpio, but the water parties, I'm just like, eh, I, I don't, I don't feel the, I don't feel it as much. And I guess but, Earth signs, we just be dry shit, right? This is the thing. We're talking about sun sign and we got other factors that come into play. Absolutely. So But we're celebrating the sun sign at this party. Okay. Yeah. So we Virgo, we was just judging everybody, right? We were standing we were, we were holding up the wall just like Look at these fucking people. <laughs> Virgo and Cancer were very interesting. Uh, I know Cancer's a water sign. Um, that I, I remember the one from this past year we did. The Cancer party ends up falling on a Cancer Leo cusp. Um, and that's something that we will never do again. We had smoke alarms going off. The mm. bathrooms flooded. It mm. was literally like the two elements collided in the building. Mm. Um, yeah, so we were like, all right, no more parties on cusp. Um, we're right. going to stick to this new moon ritual and that's going to be what it is okay. or yeah but no more cuss parties okay alright <laughs> but yeah so all, all that to say that definitely the the sun sign whoever's being celebrated it influences the party a lot interesting okay and the way those energies show up I mean you got a whole bunch of fire signs showing up for their party like is they they're going to like try to burn that bitch down <laughs> <laughs> I literally my job um, at Ascendance that Saturday night is making sure that like candles aren't falling over and that people aren't setting shit on fire um, literally and figuratively okay damage control damage control okay alright yeah. so do you actually get to enjoy the party it's my job I'm, I'm working um, I, I think that is I enjoy I enjoy seeing everyone else enjoy themselves mm-hmm. um but it's work. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, I mean, I love, breaks. I love, I do. I did take my dance breaks. You yeah. know, we have to like, we give each other energy and like, well, that's how we get through the night. But it's like, we're sometimes we're on our phones, like talking, like we need walkie talkies at this point. Like mm. it's a production. Yeah. Um, and I don't think a lot of people realize that the people who, and that's why we ask for volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times the people who have either been a community partner, a food vendor, um, a featured artist or whatever, we ask them to come back and volunteer in the space because like they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So if, if you had to give someone who's never been just like a quick synopsis of what to expect, what would that be? Because I want anybody who's listening anywhere outside of New Orleans, even if they're in New Orleans never been, you know, okay, this sounds like a place I need to check out. It's an event. You know. Okay. Um, it's a very it's a diasporic sound. Um, there's music from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's a space that is centering black, brown, queer people, um, of all abilities, of all educational environments, of all criminal histories. Like, we don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, expect scents um, in the scents and the flowers all the colors all those things resonate to whatever the sun sign is um, you can expect a different tarot reader to be present at every party um, you can expect two different culinary artists and you can expect a community organization um, to be present either giving information we have we've partnered with Crescent Care um, so shout once, out Crescent Care yeah so once every season they'll be present offering free HIV testing um who else? Yeah, we have a couple of people that we've partnered with. Um, so you've partnered with a few people. I noticed that between this last, well, not the last, yes, the last party and the Sagittarius party and then the upcoming party, you've changed the format of how people actually engage with a sentence. And based on what I saw... That's volunteering. A, that's a nice way to say they switched up the door policy. I was like, <laughs> I had this in my notes. New door policy. Talk about this new door Man, policy. You know, you know, I don't want to put it, no, the, the heat on it like that because I still want to come to the next one. I don't want to be blackballed 
or, or <laughs> Paul Barry, you know, I want to come. But I do want to know, because um, I, like I said, I saw some things in the Sagittarius and in the Capricorn. I saw like something needs to happen. I'm not sure what it is. Um, but the energies was just like, what the fuck? It was great, but it was still kind of like there needs to be um, some balance formed here. So you guys started the invite only. Um, first, can you tell people how to actually get on the RSVP list, the invite only list? And then can you explain why you've um, done that? Well, not you, but the collective has done that. Yeah, absolutely. Um First and foremost, yeah, all of our decisions are collectively made. Um, this collective has grown from three of us to now seven. We just recently, um, Aaron, who does uh, the projections at the party, um, is now like our official seventh member. But all of the decisions are made collectively. Um, and this was a response to the feedback that we were getting to the communities that this party is for. Um, our own like reflections and the things that we saw. I mean, we started this thing um, August of 2017 at Sydney Saloon, which has like a fourth of the capacity that Cafe and Symbol does. Um, we didn't plan for the growth that you know that we have now. We had no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. um, so when we moved, um, being on Saint Claude, it's a strip of bars. People just kind of started randomly walking in. Um, not really knowing what the party was about. Um, so yeah, it, it had the potential to be, it had the potential to, and it started kind of, it started feeling like it was being taken over. Um, and that was the feedback that we were getting. That's what we were seeing. So we, yeah, we just kind of sat with it for a while. We used the Sagittarius energy to kind of brainstorm and dream about what wandering and what traveling and like need, just needing to like lay down some laws. Um, and Capricorn, we were just like, fuck it, it's time to like put that structure in order. Like, you know, everybody talks about these New Year's resolutions and all those things, but there's a specific energy that comes into play that time of year mm -hmm. um, that Capricorns hold. That's why I'm like, it's such yeah, a great manager. That's why I fuck with, like, <laughs> that, that part is why I fuck with Capricorn. Because they, Absolutely. they get the structure. Of, I, yo, I, I have a special place in my heart for Capricorns um, for that reason, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it just it just works out. Their eye, their detailed eye, it, it makes sense to me, and I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, just using that energy and just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna make some changes. So we did the legwork, the legwork, and made a spreadsheet and manually entered in all these invitations and sent them out um, via DM um, and. Yeah, we sent out like 600 invites mm. by hand. Mm. And it, you know, community would tell you what they want. There were some people who were just like, oh, we didn't get an invitation. I'm just like, but your five other friends did. And y'all also got plus fives. Let me back up. So the invitation, um, if you are if you're a person of color, which is what POC means, you got a plus five invitation. Um, if you are a white ally, you got a plus one invitation. So the... The intent behind that was to invite people of color to bring in their own people. Um, so it took the responsibility off of us, us being ascendants, because it was a lot of you, 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 y'all let the party do this, y'all let the party get gentrified. But we noticed that our people weren't bringing anyone or, mm -hmm. you know, they, they weren't taking the responsibility. So again, alchemy, how are you showing up? Like, how are you affecting the space, right? So um, white allies, we're not excluding you, but we're limiting how you show up. Because they will come six, seven, ten deep. Yeah, they come yes. deep. Yes, they, um, <laughs> they do. Just like here, here's twenty for the whole crew. And they come, <laughs> and they came early. So a lot of times when our POC folk would show up, you know, it was like one o'clock in the, you know, one o'clock at this point. Party's been going for two hours, and they walk into like a room full of white people. But that, you know, so yeah. Un understanding the way the way that works. Um, CP time is real. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> real. Yeah, y'all killing us. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have to start doing like a five a five dollar before eleven o'clock joint or something for y'all. But um, yeah. So responding responding to that um, was it was just imperative to just kind of like recommit. We knew that we would probably take a L financially um, on this first run, and we were just like, fuck it, we're gonna do it anyway and see what happens. Um, It'll level out. It'll all balance out. No, we did good. I oh, mean, the community okay. showed up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we were $10 short of our goal, literally. At that door? Boy, <laughs> they was getting mad. Like, I already paid. 
I'm next. I'm next. Because this was also the first time because we were working on a $5 like suggested donation. But again, this is a production. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's it's seven of us that are like eating off this off this money from this one night a week. This I don't don't mean cut y'all. This was a suggested donation. No, no, no. Previously, we had been doing suggested donations. But but starting Capricorn, it was hard dollar, uh, hard five dollars. Okay, because I was. Making sure they gave me $5. Oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah, because yeah. even when I, when I volunteered during the uh, Sagittarius... Uh, you would have to, like, flag people down. Yeah, I'm just like, just like... Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> we need that. So, um, and again, just, like, demanding what's what's required and what feels good for your labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just like, nah, we need more than this. Um, we're providing all of these things. Like, if we're going to, if we're going to, like, give you this, and it's not even necessarily a give or take, but it's just, like... Like, we're going to level up a little bit. Um, so we responded to the need and the call to, like, protect the space a little bit more. And just like, okay, so we did that. Here's how you can help us out. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being, like, honest about, just being honest about, like, our, you know, our needs. Um, and we have a great home at Cafe Instable. We've almost been there a year now. It's a black-owned space. Uh, Chuck Perkins takes great care of us. He pretty much, like, gives us the keys to the house and let us do whatever the fuck we want. And that's yeah, absolutely. Um, and knowing that that's really hard to come by in venues, like the the fact that we're allowed to burn candles, resins, you know, those types of things. And he's just like, okay, whatever, you know, just let me know. This is y'all's house, and we're just like, okay, and just kind of go with it. Um, so very grateful for that partnership as well. And it's a beautiful, accessible building. There's ramps. It's you know, it's a it's accessible to all bodies. And that was something that was missing over at Sydney's as well. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect marriage of all the things you would consider or you should consider mm-hmm. when you do an event. Yeah. You know, absolutely. How you doing? You doing, how you doing on time? I got about maybe five, ten minutes. Five, I ten? Can stretch out. You can stretch it out? Okay. All right. So, I Google everybody <laughs> that comes on the show <laughs> because that's just what I do. I got to run the Carfax. So, um, I did come across an article in Anti Gravity magazine. Oh God! That was <laughs> what? Nah, man. Okay, all right. When you say "oh God," you you make it sound like this was like a, a damning article or something. No, like that. not at all. They just they didn't reach out to us. Oh, okay. Um, all right. All right. So like, it's not it's not all facts, you know. Okay. Well, because <laughs> what I was going to ask about in relation to this article is because okay, so. For anybody listening, um, antigravitymagazine.com, the name of the article is Proper Credit, A Look Into New Orleans' Rising Underground Rap and R&B Scene. Um, And what was interesting about it was I learned, I was like, oh, there's even more shit happening out here that I don't even know about that I need to go to. And if that means I'm going to be the oldest person in the room for a while, cool. Because I need to do this deep dive, you know, in terms of just what's happening um, outside of the quarter. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I went, so I wanted to ask you, from your experience and just, you know, your experience, your observation, what is New Orleans nightlife like outside of the quarter? Because I can tell any, I can call any of my friends and family come down here. And they're going to want to go to Bourbon. Yes. Yeah, yes. Nah. French. Uh, yeah, nah. Um, it's, it's evolving quite beautifully. I feel like the past year specifically, um, there's a couple of other events or, um, yeah, there are a couple of the events that kind of have been started like around the same time as Ascendant. So I, like, I don't know what happened, but it was just like all of a sudden this big wave came through the city. Mm. Um, so there's also a primetime Saturdays. Shout out to DJ Legatron. Um, she's over uh, at Dragon's Den on Saturdays. Mm. Um, then there's also Set the Flow, which is Pink Room over at High Hole Lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, DJ Jodeci, hosted by Chill. Um, more like house music vibes, mm-hmm. uh, deep, like deep, they go deep with it, which I love. I was there on Saturday. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a couple of events that are happening or that are going on that are a little bit catered more to like the underground, the natives, the people who live here, as mm-hmm. opposed to like the tourist scenes, uh, the tourist scenes. So that's, yeah, but there's a lot of, I feel like there's options yeah. and that's, that's important. Um, I don't feel any like competitive spirit or or anything like that. Like when when people hit me up, I'm just like, you can do this, you can do this, and guess what? You can do them all at one night. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, we got options for yeah. sure. I, mean, I think that's something that I really appreciate about mm-hmm. New Orleans, and that you yeah. can do hit all these different spots in one night, one night, and I feel like I just spent 
$100 just on cover fees. Yeah, I was right. like, door covers. <laughs> door <laughs> covers ain't really a thing here. So I think that was the other thing for, um, for like, us of us at Ascendance who've, like, lived other places especially. We're just like, y'all, $5 for real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not paying for parking. Like, ain't no valet at the door. Like, we're asking you for $5. Yeah, $5. Yeah. I mean, I got at least 15 for drinks. Yeah. If I'm broke. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, like, what? Three beers? Yeah. <laughs> Three beers and a there, dollar tip for each one. Yes. There's food vendors in the lobby, so you don't oh, even have to leave if you're hungry. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love y'all. Vendors. Uh, cook by field. I know I ain't supposed to, but cook by field. That hey, girl. Uh, she's actually going to be cooking for us again at Aquarius before yes. she leaves. She's about spiders. to leave us again. She's going back to New York. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you been back home? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm at the inbox and ask, like, you leaving? Like, yeah. she's not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm not. Nah, she's going to be like, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. We're going to wait to break the news. Well, I, I definitely say um, between the mixes that y'all put out for Sundance on SoundCloud, and um, I've listened to about three of uh, Lil Jodeci's mixes, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I look forward to that shit, you know, because I'm a house head, and I appreciate anybody that plays any type of Afro... Caribbean, Latin rhythm all mixed together, whatever, like, because, um, I don't know, so I just be needing a departure sometimes from, you know, the, the usual, you know, trap yeah. <laughs> trend that we in, even though I was listening to Future on the way here, but, um, sometimes I just be needing that. But <laughs> you know, it's, it's Monday, whatever gets you going. Yeah. Yeah. My new record from him, what is it, the one on his new album we talk about, I've been popping since my demo, bitch. Like, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I've been popping since my demo. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> know me. But um, no, nah, I appreciate I appreciate that as well because um it's a good it's a good um intro, I think, to the to the events mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, um and just open up people's minds. Like, you know, yes, you can get a mainstream club vibe in New Orleans. Those yes. those those exist here. You know what I mean? But I think to not have to worry about having to put on ears, who's mm-hmm. seeing you, you know, if you buying bottles, none of that, you know. Yeah, you know, nah, that, that becomes that becomes it's overwhelming. Not, it's but, not that at all. I mean, we thing. we invite cosplay. Um, there's a different color for every month, so like we invite people to like wear that color. Um, yeah, it's not that at all. Yeah, no, it's not. I was gonna say, um, people look for like the mainstream feel, and they don't understand like it's not. Mainstream is just like popular, right? Mm-hmm. But what's really, really popping is the shit to connect with your spirit, and it's like that underground what people mm-hmm. ain't really talking about, what people don't really know about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what y'all are doing. Like, I ask you, are you going to Ascendance when it comes to my job? Going to Ascendance, like, like, what's that? Oh well, let me tell you. <laughs> and again, going back to that whole responsibility part that with the alchemy, roots, right. you know what I mean? Just like, just like how I told y'all, like, yo, mm-hmm. y'all need to come to this party, yes, because <laughs> yes. I think this is gonna be the one that everybody gonna love this shit, yeah. you know? And y'all all loved it, like everybody. So that actually leads me to ask, like, do y'all have further plans to like keep it um, not underground? I don't like the word underground, but um. That's that medium between being underground and being visible to like mm-hmm. mainstream entities and things like that. Do y'all have a plan on doing it? Um, I think for us, like getting this the the formula down is like more is the most important thing. Like I'm a I'm a structure savvy person, um, and being responsible for like a lot of the organizing and curating. I'm just like we ain't leaving the house until y'all learn how to tie y'all shoes. That's kind of how yes. I feel. Um, but we've been we've been approached by a couple of different festivals. Mm. Um, we last July we had the opportunity to play over at Ace Hotel for Essence um, for Essence thing, um, which was really dope. Um, but yeah, we've we've got some opportunities and some things that we want to do. We're working on merch. Okay. Um, but as far as like the the, the idea to um, to grow beyond that. I think we're just kind of like feeling it out and seeing what what's necessary. The biggest part, aside from the astrology factor and ascendance, is the consent culture that we're trying to push. Yes, um, yes, consent yes. is so sexy, that's, y'all. No, the, it is necessary. It's we put it in the projections. Yes. We put it in every post. You know, when we're inviting people to the party. Um, but if anything, like that's the trend that we want to set. Um, 
so when we think about like we were seeing things growing and we're th- we're seeing people like being influenced by things that we're doing, but it's just like if you're gonna copy anything, copy that consent culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I think for me, I would love to have like you know ascendance Brooklyn, ascendance Oakland. Like I would love to have other parties in other cities where you know there's DJs and and different artists and things there, and they could do their own spin with it. But we have like this model yeah. that we've that we've formed. Um, and even just the two cities you name, like. To plug and play, it would just automatically work because oh that 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 culture already right. exists oh there. Right. You said Oakland. I've been to Oakland. <laughs> and there's all there's already like there's uh, the mommies and the poppies. Oh. There's um, and that's that's in New York. There's the Conjure in North Carolina. But there's already like a lot of these uh, QPOC parties that are doing their thing. That like you know we've been in contact. There's um, this group in London. Uh, Babe, something I can't remember. I'm having a brain fart. But there's there's several like entities who are already doing the work, and we've just kind of like been in communication. You know, big ups each other when we can. But ideally, like I would love for like for all of us to like partner together, and maybe like write this man this nightclub manifesto. You know. Um, but yeah, I would love that. Well, if y'all need a tour man, <laughs> just let me know, and I will. Are you a there. Capricorn? No, you know I'm a Virgo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, wait, I want to put my plug in too. Okay, all right, okay. If y'all need somebody to get the money at the door, I'm a tourist. Hey, <laughs> no, straight up. Yeah, I'm a tourist moon, um, and Chinwa is a tourist sun, and that's like, I think yes. that's like a yes. lot of Oh, yeah, we talking because I'm a tourist yeah. moon too. Yes, okay. Put, put us at the door. Yeah, okay. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what? What you say? Oh, okay. Um, well, hopefully, because I know press is going to start approaching y'all if they haven't already. Like to do features, yeah. And you know, you know which type of press I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when we don't do it. That's um, when shit could get kind of, kind of ugly. We've no. said no. We're pretty. We're, we're super intentional about like the audience that we want, mm-hmm. um, and especially then when we weren't invite only, it was like really, really important. Like this invite only thing has only been a month. Mm-hmm. Like we just started this in January, so we had to be even more particular then about who we allowed in the space and um, people would like want to do and you know, want to do like behind the scenes stuff and just be like, nah, I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> and we, you know, what are you gonna do with this footage? When are you gonna release it? Who's it gonna be released to? What's gonna be your, you know, your headline. Like, I want to know all these things. I want to know how I'm being represented. Absolutely. Um, and of course, me being like a flat, a black femme presenting person, they're like, who the fuck she thinks she is? Yeah. Like that. Um, that has happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, Vice Media has approached us about doing an interview, and we're just like, nah, good old nah. Vice. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Good old Vice. That's what they do. Hell. All right. Yeah, because I, I even again because I Google people. Mm-hmm. And I Google things, like, because I was, um, I, I did some research on just, you know, Brujeria. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Brujeria. Okay. Gypsy be hitting me with the Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually know what that you means. You're going to learn today. I actually know what that means. <laughs> but, um, and I saw that they did a feature with some people, um, um Princess Nokia mm-hmm. was one of them. And um, I was just like, how did they cover this? Because I know Vice can... They will butcher... Yeah. Whitewash yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, are you ready for random aside? I guess so. <laughs> Word, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. <clears throat> All right, so now it's time for random aside, and here we go. All right, boom. What is the flyest thing you've ever done? Hmm. Um, jumping into a cenote in Mexico in August. What is that? It's a, like a cave, like okay. a this big water, this big water pond. Um, but it's a hole in the earth. A hole in the earth. Mm-hmm. And where in Mexico is this? This was in Tulum. Okay, I know Tulum, Tulum. Cancun. Okay. Robert just gave me some more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually gonna ask these because I've never asked them before. So this will be fun. Just the, the last. One. Right, 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 all right. Oh no, we can we, okay. We can we can work up to that. We can work up to that. All right. Okay. Cool. What is the name of the first person you kissed? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my parents aren't listening. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that, that was definitely a Geronimo question. <laughs> um, intimately kissed was my first little like elementary school girlfriend. I was fast, y'all. 
It's all um, good. I was fast, her, too. Was her fine. name. I'll, <laughs> I was kissing I'll, that I'll fire. Give a, I'll give a nickname. I'm not going to give her name because she's, like, married and shit now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so y'all, y'all still cool? Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, we're still cool. Okay. Uh, Torah. All right. Mm-hmm. That works. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. This is still a possibility. <laughs> Describe life with Kanye West as president. <laughs> We'd all be dressed in burlap. That costs like a thousand dollars. Name one thing you'd change about yourself. Hmm. Um, I'm super hard on myself, which is a good thing, but it's also compulsive at times. Mm. Is it possible to make the process look sexy? Absolutely. I'm a Scorpio. Okay. All right. <laughs> You just had a shitty day. What's your comfort food or vice of choice? Uh, French fries and a blunt. French fries and a blunt. Okay. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. What invention or innovation will officially mark the end of the world? <laughs> um, anything petroleum related. Mm, elaborate. We, we, mean, got, we got time. <laughs> keep excavating, digging shit up, um, all the spills, all the... Um, all this, you know, seashore and coastline erasure. I mean, we're going to fucking slip into the water. Okay. Okay. Do you believe the producers of Family Feud secretly want to start a race war? I can't even comment on that. I feel like I don't, I don't have enough intel. I don't watch it enough. When last time you watch it? It's been years. Like, aside from, like, a Steve Harvey meme or clip or something okay. on the internet, I haven't watched it. Okay. Because they actually do, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Top three artists to change your mindset. Hmm. <laughs> um, right now, Jada Kingdom okay. um, out of Jamaica. Any like big band music from Puerto Rico, like the Grand Combo, uh, Vicente Garcia, um, Cultura Profectia. Um, yeah, those those are probably like part of Celia Cruz. Okay. Like I wake up listening to like um, dub or salsa every morning. Probably annoying the fuck out of my neighbors. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And in what ways did they change your mindset? I mean, it depends on what I need. Um, Jada Kingdom kind of puts me in that fuck it mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like me getting up, getting ready to like go out in the world, drinking my coffee. Winding in the mirror, that that type of vibe. Um, then I may also listen to like I don't know, like Shango or something like that, like Sango. When I'm just yes, like trying yes. to just like work and not really be in my head as much. Um, but I definitely use music to like curate moods. Mm-hmm. I actually want to learn more about Shango, the producer. Mm-hmm. Now that I know the origin of his name, because when I first learned, I didn't know nothing about. I'm telling you, like this is all so recent for me. I didn't know anything about the Orishas, none of that, mm-hmm. and. And that's, we talk about, like, diaspora. He's Brazilian. Mm-hmm. So, just shows how far, like, that reaches. Yeah, um, you know, not too far from where my people from. Mm-hmm. Not too far. And they call and they call him Sango. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pick a superhero. Hmm. The Hulk. The Hulk? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How will the country change once marijuana is fully legalized? Oh, man, that scares the fuck out of me. Um... Thinking about it from, like, the... Thinking about, like, the criminalization that's already happened. Thinking about, like, the capitalistic approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to be, like, they're going to turn into, like, a superfood. It's going to be, like, quinoa or some shit. <laughs> 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 I don't think... I don't think it's going to be um, used properly. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think it's going to be as much of a medicine as it, as it should be. Okay. All right. Name three places in your city to take a first-time visitor. Hmm. It depends, man. I'm I'm territorial. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is this is my baby. Um, I would take you to get like a real ass snowball, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Palace Cafe to go get Banana Foster because mm. they do like the whole setup where they, you know, flambeau the bananas in front of you and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere on the river, there's like so many places to be by water, yes. and I think that's probably like my favorite part of the city. Um, the bayous, the lakes, the river. Yeah. Um, All right, Scorpio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, I'm drawn to the water for sure. 
Um, yeah, food sites, and then like museum. There's a the museum culture it leaves a lot to be desired, but it's still here. Okay. Yeah, I actually just made my way over to the art museum mm-hmm. on Saturday. And I said, I'm going to go back because I got there at like 4.30. Mm-hmm. It was about to close. But I definitely want to go back. Um, oh, I, and Bayou Road. <laughs> yeah. I take them to Bayou Road. Yes, I've walked Bayou Road. Good, good, good walk. Yeah. Good walk. And so, like, historically, where all the black businesses and everything were, mm-hmm. are and were in the city. Mm-hmm. If you were diagnosed with a rare disease and told the only way to live was to exercise five days a week, how long would you last? I could do that. I mean, as long as I was exercising, yeah, I'd be alive. Okay. All I'm right. All right. That's two in a, That's two weeks in a row. People say they could live. That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, oh, this is the new question. I'll come back to that one. Um, is it more important to be right or on the right side of history? Hmm. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be certain in whatever you're doing um, so you can be on the right side of history and be like, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm going to do this. I just think about like the fact that like slavery was once legal and right, mm-hmm. and, but people were, like truly committed to that idea. Um, they thought it was right. Yeah. Still, I, there's some yeah. people that still yeah. think it was <laughs> right. right. On the right side of history, I mean, just morally speaking, for sure. Okay. What's the kindest thing you've ever done that you never got credit for? You know, I, I sat in on, on Dope Sadi's interview and I thought about Mike uh, Mike and Denicio's response to this question and that was really valid. Um, I don't know. And then I think it's also not for me to measure what's kind. I think when I think about kindness, it's not how you see the kindness, like what how you, how you measure it. It's about the recipient of that measure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how other things have been received by people that I've, you know, by people that I've done. Um, some people may like say that ascendance is probably like the kindest thing that that we've done or that I've done. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be valid. Um, I mean, like I literally <clears throat> make my living serving the community, so I feel like my acts of kindness are every fucking day. So. Well, as far as I'm sorry, <laughs> gypsy jars because you got to stay moisturized. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What gives you power? Hmm. My autonomy. Okay. Name the best chicken spot anywhere. I fuck with McHart- McHardy's on Broad the hard way. McCarty's on Broad and Bayou Road. Okay, now I'm at the go because I've never. Or McKenzie's heard- Chicken in the Box and Gentilly. Like, see, I've never heard of either <laughs> one of them places, but I'm a go. I'm a go now. Um, how has your upbringing informed your life choices, good and bad? Holy, <laughs> <laughs> that's a rapid question. Like- <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, I've gotten inspiration of like who I want to be, who I don't want to be, mm-hmm. um, being able to create new things and new ideas and traditions for myself also. That's a short version for sure. Okay. Um, but the way I cook, the way I season my food, the way I wake up, um, the way I fold my towels, the way I, you know, brush my teeth, like it's, it's all relevant. Okay. So more intentional than... Intentional, um, which is also kind of habitual. Mm-hmm. Like it's just things that I do, yeah. and I don't realize that they're different until I like go somewhere else. I'm like, oh, y'all don't, y'all don't do y'all that. Do, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but that, that's how, um, like, growing up with a grandmother who was a practicing uh, bruja was like that. It was just like, oh, your grandma don't like put bay leaves in your shoes, <laughs> and I mean, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's, it's it's habitual, but it's habitually intentional. Okay. Oh, and you brought up bruja. And I, I know last time we talked about that, you said there's a lot of people claiming to be brujas out here that they ain't even part of the, they ain't even really down. So just real quick, can you just let people know, like, you can't just claim to be that? So again, like, it's um, it's heritage, you know. Um, the people who identify with being a bruja, a brujo, um, are of, <clears throat> are of uh, Latina descent mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. So usually it's usually a Spanish speaking culture. Word. Um, so you can't be like Jewish and be like, I'm a bruja. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. But not sorry. All right. Name the one best and one worst character trait of your generation. Hmm. Um, I feel like we're like the microwave generation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's like this meme I've been seeing posted lately. And it's like the same day that you plant the seed isn't the day you get the fruit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that like we need to, this generation needs to be reminded of. Um, but I also feel like we're with the accessibility of information. We're really inspired and quick moving and um, like art, art wise, music wise, like some of the things, the shows, the projects and the things that like I've seen, like of our culture, I feel like I never would have thought about like as a kid in the nineties, you know. Mm. Um, but I, I credit that to the information that we have. Yes. Um, so it's it's good and bad, I guess. Okay. You're on an episode of Shark Tank. What are you pitching and wearing? <laughs> um, I'm probably wearing like mustard. Um, that's been like my go-to color lately. Mm-hmm. What am I pitching? Um. I don't know, man. I've been struggling with that lately because I, I, I sometimes feel like I need to narrow down what I do. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be like pitching myself. Like, I'm a fucking product. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you sure you want to do that? <laughs> like, these are all the things that I do. Like, support me, fund right, right. me, give yeah, me yeah. money, and like, help me keep doing these things. I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right. Best late night food anywhere? <sighs> anywhere? Anyway. Yo, all right. Um, so in like street food, like street food in the islands is like the best thing to me. So like, absolutely, <laughs> oh man. So like conch fritters or like bacalaito. Um, yeah, just like anything fried on the side of the road with mm. like some pepper sauce. Yes, I want some doubles <laughs> right now. <Yeah. laughs> Two <Yeah>. American dollars. <laughs> Yeah, that and um, and some like fresh juice, like in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. on the side of the road, sitting by the sea. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now I gotta take a trip. <laughs> All right. Rockefeller or Cash Money? You're killing me because I'm from New Orleans and I'm probably gonna lose my card for this, but Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, you still you still official tissue with New Orleans. Come on now, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's you know proud New Orleanians who are not even Saints fans and all yeah, these different yeah. things. You know, uh, I haven't met them yet, but <laughs> but yeah, I was definitely like a Beanie Siegel fan. Okay, um, yeah, the whole camp. I rock with hard. Okay, all right, it's all right. People still love you. Have you ever suffered from FOMO, fear of missing out? <laughs> that's something that I was like recently introduced to um, like the term itself mm-hmm. um, haven't really identified with the feeling very much okay. <laughs> um, yeah a lot of times I struggle to get out the house um, I think it's it's because of just my own like energetic makeup mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's hard for me to be around crowds Yes. Um, and also just like Sometimes it's hard for me to detach from work. So if it's like a concert or production or something, like it's it's hard for me to be there and enjoy it. Unless it's your event, your thing. Well, I mean, it's it's hard for me not to work. Like mm. it's hard for me not to be like they should have somebody else at the door. They should, you know, blah 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 blah. It's hard to turn that off. So. Okay. So you're a workaholic. I love what I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> be that. You've been given a major award and you're being viewed by millions talking about crowds who are you shouting out in your award speech yo um my ancestors and like the land um those for sure word what sits at the intersection of empathy and self-determination I was not high when I came up with this question (laughs) (laughs) empathy and self-determination um discipline mmm Okay. Might have been one, that the best answer I've gotten for that so far. Uh, be rich where you are or live wherever you want on your current income. I live wherever I am. I mean, wherever, I'll live wherever, yeah. Okay. What was your craziest Uber or Lyft experience? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this man sang to me. Um, yeah, it was one of those, um, I got, I make music, let me play you my music, and he puts on this track and starts singing. Yeah. And I'm, like, sitting in the back of the car, like, slumped down like this, pretty much. Um, and I got out, like, we were on Canal Street, and I was like, I'll just walk from here, and I hopped out the car. <laughs> he's like, Your boy was serenading me. He's like, you're making me feel really uncomfortable, <laughs> sir, I got to go. <laughs> Thanks for the rap. I, got, I really got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so apparently, like on Lyft or Uber, like if you um, rate them below three stars or something like that, like you won't get paired with them again. Because I was yeah. like, what if I get like, what if he picks me up again? This is gonna be yeah. But took care of that. So you you gave him what like a one. No, I mean, I didn't want to, like, hurt the brother's ratings. I wanted to, like, get his money, but I never want to see you again. (laughs) You could use only one social media platform for the rest of your life. What is it? Instagram, probably. Instagram? Yeah. Okay. All right. We've reached the final question. Dun, dun, dun. What does living my best life mean to you? Hmm. Living intentional. Um, but that also means like living without any fucks like and when I say that it's more so about like um, the fucks that look like self-doubt or the doubt that you receive from other people Um, the inhibitions the the societal constraints and like conditioning Mm -hmm. Um, living without those things and just doing what feels good and what feels right Mm. which is complex for some people because some people just morally aren't in line, like with everyone else. Yeah. So uh, some people's view of right and wrong, we kind of talked about that, may look different. But for me, it looks like living intentionally um, with no fucks. Living intentionally with no fucks. That's a whole quote. That's a bar. You ever thought about rapping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the name Gypsy the Muse is, is that for a reason. My friend's like, um, what does she call me? She calls me her Buddha. I feel that. Well, that was the last question. Damn, you, you, you survived. See, I be telling people it's not even that serious. Random aside, it's easy. It's easy. It's because there's no right or wrong answers. All just... Now I got to go home and journal about some of these fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me as inspiring journal entries. All right. Okay, so that's all I have for you, Gypsy. Um, I truly appreciate you coming on the show, talking with us. Um Give everybody where they can find you, how they can support you, all of that. Yeah, um, so uh, Gypsy the Muse is my uh, Instagram account, G-Y-P-S-I-T-H-E-M-U-S-E. And actually in that bio, if I choose to not accept your follow request, um, you can follow my other projects, Ascendance and Gypsy Drives there. I like it. They going to get a follow on Ascendance? I mean, it's a public page, so yeah. Oh, it's public? It's public now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And to get an invite to the party, um, just go to our website, which is in the bio, hit the contact tab, and um, tell us who you are, you know, maybe like how you heard about the party. Hey, I heard, you know, about the party on all the Fly Kids podcasts. Dig it, word. Mm. Um, And we'll send you an invite. Okay. All right. So y'all heard it. Y'all know what to do. Y'all should come out to Ascendance, you know, whether you are a resident of the city or you're coming in town. Um, but just make sure you don't come on no bullshit. Come yeah, correct. None of the isms. No stush vibes, <laughs> in the words of my, my, my Trini cousins. Hey, man. Stush, no sh- stush bush. I, I fuck with them both, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a wrap, y'all.